It's Wednesday, June 28th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, a delicious holy seafood breaded in the body of Christ. Plus, a conviction of aggravated flossing will result in the death penalty. Does Roseanne want to exterminate 6 million Jews? The answer probably won't surprise you. And a hot dog bun-style dick implant. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Prisms. A rainbow gift from nature or nefarious government secret op mind control experiment? I'm just wondering what the heck is in our water supply? What the heck is in our oxygen supply of the metallic oxide salt that create a rainbow effect in a sprinkler? What is oozing out of our ground that allows this type of effect to happen? Not just around our sun and our moon anymore. Everywhere we look, the visible spectrum is rainbows. This cannot be natural. We all know it wasn't something that happened 20 years ago, but now it's happening now. We as a nation have got to ask ourselves, what the hell is going on? What is oozing out of our ground? This cannot be natural. What the hell is going on? Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Hi, Galileo2333. That's what we call the watermelon hole. Fill them pipes, bitches. Makes my bitch ass sissy pussy quiver. Push F on my Twitter sheet. Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you for your Wednesday edition of DV. Have a great one for you today. I don't know if I mentioned this on the free feed. I think we played a voicemail on one of those Sideshow exclusive episodes where uh, someone was like, hey, what's with the commercials that are playing now on Distorted View? And uh, as always, because I have very little control or desire to know what's going on with this podcast, I was like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about. But sure enough, the listener was correct and advertisements were playing on the show. I was making money and I didn't even know it. That's called passive income, I think. Anyway, I have this agreement with the company that serves up my MP3 files, where if they find a sponsor for DV, they can insert them into the show. And, uh, you know, I get cash, so I'm not complaining. If you're one of those people who absolutely hates commercials, uh, I wouldn't get too worked up over this. I don't think a lot of companies are going to be clamoring to work with DV. That being said, the floodgates are opening ever so slightly. These corporations, they wait, right, and, and until another company comes and tests the waters. And once, uh, you know, they see that it's okay, then they jump in and then they want to advertise. It's a snowballing effect. So thank you very much to uh, our advertiser for a, I don't know if they're still advertising this or not. This episode is brought to you by Dragon Ball Legends. Yes, Dragon Ball. Thank you, Dragon Ball Z. Some mobile game version. I urge you all to go download it. It is so much fun. Oh, I spent hours tapping and collecting balls and Goku and spending a lot of money. Oh, those micropayments are worth it. In-app purchases, they level you up quick. God damn it. Don't forget to uh, leave a review or comment or something telling them DV sent you. It's the only reason why you're spending money. 
to be perfectly fair uh, and honest, which is something I rarely do, uh, I, I haven't played the game yet. Oh, I'm going to. I downloaded it, uh, so I don't even know if there's in-app purchases. That's, uh, I'm being very unfair. But I thank the fine people at Dragon Ball Legends for uh, supporting DV and, like I said, opening the floodgates ever so slightly because of this nice gesture and, quite frankly, smart business move on the part of the Dragon Ball people. I'm getting all sorts of inquiries into advertising and partnerships. One really stood out. You freaks might be a, a, a little sore with me because of this one. A little angry, but I sold uh, quite a chunk of time on this episode of Distorted View Daily. Uh, first of all, it was a lot of money. But second of all, this is an interesting concept. Did I mention it was a lot of money? It seems like the companies with the most money to spend on advertising are like VPN companies and uh, television networks and streaming services and stuff. This is a brand new one, though. They want to get the word out, and I think it's rather interesting. So please take a listen to today's sponsor. For over 35 years, Caldessaville Community Television has been the channel you turn to for local events, thoughtful discussion, and civic leaders sharing their vision for a brighter, stronger Caldessaville. From city council meetings to recorded performances by the Caldessa Senior Arts Theater Group, Community television has always strived to be an invaluable local resource for residents. That's why we're proud to announce we're kicking up Calcom to the max. To the max. Introducing the only streaming service you need, Calcom Max. It's everything you love about Caldessaville Community Television and so much more. Chupapi Muñano. Including new exclusive series you won't find anywhere else, like... Talkin' Council, the Caldessaville City Council Meeting After Show, hosted by Andy Cohen. The best of bad microphones, every crackle, every pop, every decibel of screeching feedback from community television's decades of awful audio equipment. Item 14 is the fiscal... Sorry about that. It's the uh, yearly fiscal... Re- What? You're hiding, you're well, it's not that. I know how to hold a microphone. Also exclusively on Calcom Max. This day in community calendar. A look back at past events advertised on community television. On this day back in 2003, Jane Myers and her husband Dell had a yard sale at 354 Landmire Avenue from noon to 5. Clothing, toys, and fishing gear were among some of the items for sale. Also on this day in 1998, the St. Holy Christ on a Cross Almighty Catholic Church held their monthly Crucifish Fry. Perch, scrawd, and a variety of other sea carcasses were offered breaded in the body of Christ. And in 1991, Myrna Dalrymple posted that she is desperate to find a kidney donor match and she is down to her last few days. Please, if you have a heart, and more importantly, a spare kidney, Please contact Lifesavers at 1-800-974-4539. Myrna adds, I'm weak, so weak. I am counting my time in hours, not days. So please do not wait. P.S. I am in agony. Is any of this worth it? Why is God doing this to me? I'm beginning to think there's absolutely nothing out there. What kind of benevolent Lord would do this to a human being that he created? 
I am in hell on earth. Why won't anyone reach out? I know most of you have two good kidneys. Stop being greedy. With every Calcom Max subscription, you'll have access to over 15 years of out of focus, zoomed in shaky cam footage of 4th of July fireworks set to music provided by area high school marching bands. Plus the Caldesaville Children's Theater production of Roots and Calcom Max's flagship launch title, The Real Housewives of School Board Meetings. I am Christine Watkins, but my friends and haters all call me Risty. I've got a 13-year-old girl named Radisson, and I know I'm a hot bitch. Whenever I attend a school board meeting, I can't help but compare myself to the other moms, and it's not even a contest. Look at those raggedy assholes sitting in those fold-out chairs. I'm a queen. When I go to a school board meeting, I bring my own Restoration Hardware Blanco Original Rattan Slingback Swivel Chair. Item 9287872 in the Fall 2022 Catalog. Yesterday was another school board meeting. You know what that means. Drama, but whatever. I'm here for it. Some of those dusty-ass old parents had a problem with me and started hassling. Yeah, come on, move! Whatever. Your chair's too tall. I ain't moving. You move, bitch! So rude. You got a problem? Move, bitch! I ain't moving. I ain't moving. I'm sitting right here. I'm planting. I got my roots here. You ain't moving me. Pick up your chair and leave. Honey, you're too ugly to be talking to me. When other parents get up to speak at the meeting, they just shuffle up to the mic and bore the hell out of everyone. Before I even open my mouth, my husband, Wisconsin, is up there setting up my ring light, my key lights, my flood fills, because those creaky old cameras the school board uses are not flattering. I have to look my best, because my statements have gone viral on Twitter, Truth Social, Rumble, and Patriot Front Plus. I know how to command an audience. I'm known worldwide as the anal bead mom. All right. Um, we're going to go. Sorry. We're going to go ahead and open up comments. First up is Risty Watkins. Uh, yeah. Thank you to our commie fascist Nazi school board members for destroying our children by brainwashing them to be little tranny cross-dresser feces eaters. I know for a fact the Department of Education is mandating that kids learn how to add and subtract by using sex toys. The schools are issuing them all sets of anal beads. My friend in California said it's already starting there. Did you ever wonder what the word math stands for? It stands for my ass throbs and hurts. This goes beyond common core. This is hardcore. I have the papers right here. These are official documents from the Department of Education. It says, while the teachers are supposed to teach math, they'll say things like, what's one plus three? And then the children all have to stick the anal beads into their precious, (laughs) their precious tight baby holes up to the fourth bead. There's four beads inside of their butthole. And then and then the teacher says, okay, what's four minus one? And then I can't believe this is happening. And then 
it. <sighs> These darling children being perverted by demonic secularist feminist scum pops one of the beat out of their pure and innocent shit shoots. So only three beads are inside of them. Four minus one. Three beads. High for one. Will not let these demon-crat California rules make their way to where my baby is getting an education. Okay, that's it. Your time's up. I'm gonna blow up the whole fucking school. Get her out of here. Wisconsin. Get her out of here. Get me the bomb. What can I say other than um, I nailed it. After killing it so hard, I like to treat myself. So after Wisconsin bailed me out, we went to Tucci's Italian Eatery and had an amazing meal. We hope you've enjoyed this preview of Caldessaville Community Television's Calcom Max. It's the streaming service with something for everyone. Best of all, subscriptions are so affordable. Starting at only $29.99 a month when prepaid 24 months in advance, there's simply no good reason not to sign up. A little over $700 for the best of bad microphones and the Real Housewives of School Board meetings? That's a bargain. Now that's thinking like a proud Caldessian. That's Calcom There you go. Cancel Netflix. Cancel Hulu. You only need one streaming service now. Calcomax. All right, uh, let's move on. Oh, I've got a U-Tart update here. This is one of our newer finds. We haven't featured much of him. Uh, You may remember he has a very unique username. Uh, His name is Tony Chase, but on YouTube he goes by Tony Chase, I'm not gay, not never. He is oddly defensive about this. It's really not worth trying to figure out why he's so defensive because, you know, he's just crazy. He also has really jacked up teeth. And uh, he blames that all on the government, not poor oral hygiene. The only reason I bring this up is because it has uh, everything to do with the clip I'm about to play for you. Take a listen. Very important in reference to history in America. This German or this satellite man, whatever race he is, thinks he's fucking funny. And we're off and running. Tony wastes little time before he mentions the satellite man. (laughs) This satellite man, whatever race he is, thinks he's fucking funny. Uh invading people's houses with their satellite abuses and smacking people in their teeth. Oh, and uh, obviously somebody had knocked me out and they had illegally flossed my teeth. What would the police even charge that person with? Aggravated dentistry? Malicious grooming? The man faces the death penalty. Again, this is important to note. Um, If you floss someone against their will, that is a felony. Felonious flossing. It strictly says... For me, never to floss my teeth ever. Well, based on how your teeth look currently, I, I, I believe that you've never flossed. Since that man has done that, they have caused damage on the teeth. Flossing is the root canal of all of his problems. I'm so sorry. Sometimes I can't help myself. It clearly states on treasury documents and family law of my mother and father, I'm not supposed to floss my teeth. Anybody caught flossing my teeth must be shot and killed. That's some heavy penalty for flossing there. Also, everyone in America should be well aware that uh, we we are not to floss Tony's teeth because I think according to him, it's uh, printed on all U.S. currency. 
Is that what he meant by treasury documents? If you tried to floss teeth by burning teeth with satellites, you need to get shot and killed or put on trial for death penalty whenever they catch up with you. Okay, that I agree with. I didn't even know governments had that technology. I mean, I heard about Jewish space lasers, but lasers that can target people and burn their teeth? That's just sadistic. I'm not supposed to floss my teeth. We know. My mother even had treasury documents of that and personal documents of that. Royal documents of that information. The queen signed off on this proclamation. So anybody that knows the person that flossed my teeth and had put gaps in between my teeth, that man needs to get arrested. Dude, you need to just stop complaining about your jacked up teeth and go to the dentist. Get some veneers or something. No matter what race or religion that man is. Any person that thinks they're so fucking funny. Like you couldn't see that a person's teeth was perfect. And they would never needed flossing. He reminds me of those like middle-aged guys who are constantly reminiscing about their high school days because it was the pinnacle of their existence. I was on the football team. I had a cheerleader girlfriend. I was homecoming king. And now he's like a night shift janitor at a shell gas station. He's got nothing. So he replays his glory days in his head over and over. That's kind of like uh, what Tony's doing here, but with his teeth. I used to have perfect teeth that were so white. And they started to brown and fall off. All because of the lasers. The lasers burning my mouth. I think it had more to do with all the drugs Tony was taking, right? Grow with her teeth right up next to each other. Right, ne right up next to each other. Perfectly. Where no food would get stuck in between. Because no food ever got stuck in between. Okay. Right. See what I mean? Like, what? I had perfect teeth. They were so straight. There were no gaps. Food couldn't even get caught in them. Like, okay. You're living in the past, man. Those teeth are gone. Deal with what you have now. I would suggest flossing. Just just try it. Any person that made up any lies about my teeth must get arrested. Yeah, he is obsessed with his teeth and also making sure no one thinks he's gay. Well, that's uh, Tony for you. Nice little update. Next up, I have a short sermon here by a preacher who, like, I'm 90% sure this is the church that Mead goes to. This, if Mead does not attend this pastor's church, he really needs to look them up because they're on the same wavelength here. The topic at hand is slavery. The blacks were slaves. Did they ever go to Washington, D.C. and have a rally 200 years ago to protest against slavery? Did they? No. The pastor here is arguing that blacks today protest and complain way too much. When in reality, you know, blacks who were slaves in the 1800s didn't protest and they ended up uh, g gaining their freedom without protesting. So uh, his reasoning is <laughs> protesting is not effective. There's no point, right? I guess we're going to ignore certain facts like it, it was harder to travel in the 1800s, especially when you were a slave. A lot of slave owners didn't want to give their slave a week or two off to go traveling around the United States. This is kind of not how slavery worked. All right. So the pastor goes on here. What did they do? Well, a lot of good people in the plantations a lot of good white people, he's saying here. Would say, hey, it's winter time. Let's let us help build a church for you, dear folks. Mm. And they loved them and taught them how to read so they can read the Bible. So 
So how about a little gratitude, blacks? We whites did a lot for you during slave times. We helped you build a church. I mean, the church had to be on the plantation grounds because, again, we don't want our slaves wandering off. And taught them how to read so they can read the Bible. And here's what the blacks did about 150 years ago. They humbled themselves. (laughs) I love that line so much. They really looked deep within themselves, realized they were getting a little too big for their britches, getting a little cocky. So they humbled themselves, the slaves who were owned by another human being and forced to work for free, have no freedom. They need to humble themselves a bit. Humbled themselves. Yes. They prayed. They sought God's face and they turned from their wicked ways. Again, this is really like that gay PSA where the guy turned to the dude with AIDS and was like, uh, you brought this on yourself. Same thing with slavery. Blacks, you brought this on yourself. Face And they turned from their wicked ways yeah. and God made slavery illegal through yeah. a several white presidents, right? It worked, didn't it? They uh, didn't protest. Maybe there's a place for protest. I don't know. But there's sometimes it's that was a wise pastor that warned his flock. I attended church today and the pastor had a powerful sermon. It really resonated with me. The Negroes got too uppity. They were wicked human beings and that's why they're slavery. God bless the South. We taught the blacks to be humble before letting them loose. I mean, I, that is something I could see Meade saying. i got to hook these two guys up. I think they'd really get along. Real quick, before we get into the news, I've got one more clip I want to share with you. I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I have to defend Roseanne Barr, who has gone, you know, totally cuckoo crazy right-wing conspiracy. But I think she was done dirty in this latest controversy. There's been, I mean, in the last day or so, there's been so many stories written, and I think uh, Freak in the Discord posted a good one here. Yeah, it was Haley's Comet. The uh, headline reads, Roseanne Barr, anti-Semitic rant. Quote, nobody died in the Holocaust. That's the truth. Six million Jews should die right now because <laughs> they cause all the problems in the world. It never happened. Of course I'm going to defend Roseanne Barr. I told you I would get you Jews. Before I read any of these uh, articles, I did see a a clip, the clip that caused the uh, outrage. Roseanne Barr was on a podcast and uh, they they posted a clip of it on Twitter. And she she says exactly that quote there. Let me pull up the uh, the video and you can uh, hear it for yourself. That's the truth. And don't you dare say anything against her. You'll be off YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. And all the other ones, because we have, you know, there's such a thing as the truth and facts, and we have to stick to it. And, um, you know. It's scary. And that is the truth. And nobody died in the Holocaust either. No. That's the truth. Yeah. It should happen. It, Six million Jews should die right now because they cause all the problems in the world. But it never <laughs> happened. But it never happened. Yeah. Mandated. So now you heard the clip, right? And uh, so there's tons of articles being written. Roseanne Barr is a sick woman, a known racist who lost her TV show for that reason. Now in a podcast, she goes on an anti-Semitic rant. The entire interview is anti-Semitic. It's grotesque. People will say she's off her meds or something, but there's no excuse for these statements. 
And yes, what she said certainly sounds anti-Semitic, but what you don't understand, what you don't get is like, this is like an hour long interview. And prior to that very statement, or that quote that we played, that minute, she's talking about how there are certain things or truths that are absolute, right? Like on YouTube or Twitter. And if you don't subscribe to those truths, if you go against them, if you express them, uh, you're going to get canceled. They're wrong. You can get banned for that shit, right? So y'all just have to sort of toe the line and believe the same thing. And she's using sarcasm here to kind of get her point across. Maybe not successfully, because... It took me a few listens to actually understand what she was doing here. You know, that it wasn't. You can't say that, like, you know, the there election was election. Was rigged or, yeah, right. that's all a lie. The election was not rigged. 36. See, she believes the election was rigged. And so what she's saying here is, you know, she's like, well, yeah, I mean, obviously you can't say the election was rigged because it wasn't wink, wink. But she's not doing the wink, wink very well, right? You know, that it wasn't. It's very you deadpan. can't say that, like, you know, the there election was, election. was rigged. Or, yeah, right. that's all a lie. The election was not rigged. 36 counties can give you 81 million votes. Right. That's a fact. So it wasn't rigged. Of course not. Yeah. 36 counties have 81 <laughs> million people in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which she obviously doesn't believe, right? But that's kind of a, one of the conspiracy theories going around that Joe Biden won by 80-some million votes, and they're all fraudulent coming from these 30 counties. It's all bullshit. But Roseanne, of course, is saying, like, oh, yeah, of course, 80 million votes in 30 counties. That makes total sense. You, can, Everyone knows that. <laughs> See? That's the truth. And yeah. don't you dare say anything against her. You'll be off YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other ones. There, there you can sort of get a glimpse of what Roseanne's going for here. Now, the guy who's interviewing her is comedian Theo Vaughn, I believe. And he does not seem that bright. Like, I don't think he understands what she's doing either. He's just kind of along for the ride. I, you know, I don't think he's up for the challenge here. I don't know what it, normally he does on his podcast if he interviews people, but he, he he's... He needs to stick with just interviewing idiots. We have, you know, there's such a thing as the truth and facts, and we have to stick to it. And, um, you know. It's scary. And that is the truth. And nobody died in the Holocaust either. No. That's the truth. Yeah. It should happen. It, Six million Jews should die right now because <laughs> they cause all the problems in the world. But it never <laughs> happened. But it never happened. Right. She, so she's saying it's, it didn't happen. Obviously did happen. I don't know. I, I mean, I get what she's doing and I get why people were upset because of the, the, the little clip that was taken out of context. But then even the, the full in context clip is very strange and you got to sort of give her a lot of leeway there. But, you know, she's also Jewish. She's a Jew. So I don't think she's anti-Semitic here. I mean, she's full bloom Jew, right? Like mom, dad, both Jewish. I really think she was going for sarcasm here. And once again, this is blowing up to a ridiculous proportion. I actually thought, remember years ago when, uh, <laughs> well, when she got in trouble and she got kicked off of Roseanne, some photos resurfaced of her <laughs> dressed up like Adolf Hitler, <laughs> taking gingerbread Jews out of the oven. I thought that was funny. Again, I think it's okay for a Jewish person to make those jokes if they want to and kind of, you know, take the power away from Adolf Hitler and play with that. I guess, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, you know me, I don't have any boundaries or morals. I think everything that is awful is funny. 
call me a sucker, but when when um, when Roseanne freaked out, I think I played a clip of this recently when we were doing the Axis Entertainment Hollywood News Insider Report intro. When Roseanne was screaming, I thought the bitch was white. I kind of believed her. That's the incident that got her kicked off of Roseanne. There was like this black woman. I think she was part of the um, uh, last administration, maybe the, the Obama administration or something. And uh, Roseanne didn't like her and compared her to a monkey, which is awful, which is really bad, right? You're comparing a black woman to to that. But if but maybe she just I don't know. I don't know why I want to give Roseanne the, the benefit of the doubt. I just I don't know. Deep down, I think maybe she didn't know the bitch wasn't white. Am I dumb? Am I a sucker? Am I as stupid as Theo Vaughn? Let me find this clip real quick. I love when Roseanne freaks out here. Valerie what the Iran deal. I know, but you've told me this 300 times. Do you know that if... That's what my tweet was about. I know. You've explained this literally 300 times. I thought the bitch was white. God damn it. I thought the bitch was white. Guys, um, I, I may have to already issue <laughs> a retraction or apology here because I was looking for the, the tweet that got her in so much trouble to see what exactly she said. And I was having trouble pulling it up. But I did find an article from 2018 and the headline reads, Roseanne Barr compared Susan Rice, another black Obama official, to an ape in 2013. So now this is like a pattern of behavior. I think uh, the best thing for me to do personally would be just to uh, shut my mouth about Roseanne. Just let her do her thing, and I'll continue to play her clips when she freaks the fuck out. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. I guess I was being too naive. You know me. I'm always trying to see the good in people. I still think she should be able to get away with her uh, Jewish jokes. Hey, if a Jewish person wants to dress up like Adolf Hitler for laughs after everything that man put the Jews through, let you know, let them have their fun for Christ's sakes. That one, that one, I'm gonna defend Roseanne until the very end. You can't change my mind there. All right, listen. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting the program by becoming a member of the Sideshow. That's our member site where you gain access to all sorts of awesome, exclusive content I produce every week. Typically on Tuesday and Thursday, I do full-length episodes of DV just for Sideshow members. Go to superfreaksideshow.com right now, sign up, and when you do, you get a uh, personalized little RSS feed. And those things are what you plug into your podcasting app, like Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts. The Sideshow feed includes all of the exclusive shows and, of course, all the free programs as well. Now, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, there's another way to sign up for Sideshow content right on your phone, right in those apps. It's super easy. It takes just one or two taps. It's a, and it's a great option if you're not, uh, you know, super techie or whatever, because literally you just uh, hit a, a button and, a, and tap another button. And then uh, you get all of the Sideshow exclusive episodes right alongside the free episodes in your Distorted View feed. Again, uh, that's an option if you use Spotify or Apple Podcasts to listen to DV. For more information on all the ways to get this exclusive content, check out DistortedView.com and SuperFreakSideshow.com. One last way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash DistortedView. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. 
If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And yes, I think we have some patrons calling in today, so you'll hear from them in just a few minutes. But first, the news. Let's uh, switch things up today and talk about hard, hot cocks. I know, we're really venturing into uncharted territory here. Penis. I beat my big fucking penis. Penis. I beat my big fucking penis. Well, what if you don't have a big penis to bait? You got yourself a problem. If you have money, there are a few penis enlargement options for you. They're not all created equally, though, as you're about to learn. Yes, for some men whose penis size is a big source of insecurity, the implant device they turn to has changed their lives. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> In the worst way possible. No! Ah, fuck. Yeah, there's just no such thing as a miracle cure, apparently. Uh, in today's day and age, many people turn to surgery in an attempt to fix an insecurity they have. Sometimes the consequences can be worse than what came before. For many men who sought the implantation of a device named Pinuma into their penis, that was certainly the case. Oh, by the way, Pinuma is kind of an acronym. Uh, it means penis new man. Get it? The device was created by Dr. James Ellis, a Beverly Hills urologist, and it's a silicone implant shaped like a hot dog bun. Oh, does it like just fit underneath your penis skin? And, and like like the bun is still holding on to your, your, your dick meat or something? Do I understand anatomy here? It's, uh, it's inserted under the skin of the penis. See, I knew it. To increase flaccid length and girth. Let me think about that for a moment. What's more important, flaccid length and girth or erect length and girth? I think, uh, you know, we spend more of our time with a flaccid penis. So, so you know, time-wise, it makes more sense to just you know, have, the, have the big, fat, girthy, flaccid penis. However, the erection is when you're actually using your dick, when your dick is being productive, when other people see your dick. So I could understand you wanting to have the having the big penis when it's erect. Can you have two procedures? One for the Panuma device and another for getting a, a, a bigger dong when you're when you're hard? This is like a Sophie's choice. Goddamn. In 2004, it was certified by the Food and Drug Administration. But despite the FDA clearance, multiple men have spoken to ProPublica in conjunction with The New Yorker about how having the device installed, costing anywhere around $15,000, was one of the worst decisions they ever made. One man named Mick revealed that his penis went totally numb following the surgery. Ellis said the sensation would return over time, but guess what? It hasn't. And so now that that like affects the, the, the erection part of the equation here. Despite a clause from the clinic discouraging it, Mick went online to see if others had recovered from numbness, but found no such luck. There's not a subreddit for that. Uh, he explained, I was looking for people to tell me, oh, yeah, I waited three months and now everything's fine. I'm very happy. For others who had the device installed, it became detached ah, and infected ah, while some buckled at the corners, which is not something you want to happen to your dick. You, you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to suffer from penis buckling. The device also began to poke through the skin. Yeah, I want to revise my earlier answer. I, uh, I I don't want this device. I don't want anything that's going to tear through my dick skin. One man named Jackson, who received the procedure for free after winning a competition, 
That's strange. Although the weirdest part was it was a competition organized by Boy Scouts of America. This was the top prize for selling the most popcorn. As if the Boy Scouts need any more bad publicity. Anyway, uh, yes, one man named Jackson received the procedure for free after winning a competition. He was told his implant had fractured and was in pieces under his skin. Many men have had what one described as the Life Ruiner Panuma device removed. Since 1993, the device's creator has had 23 malpractice lawsuits filed against him. London urologist Gordon Murr, who has removed multiple Panuma implants, argued that in the first instance, most don't have anything physically wrong with them at all. So what they don't need is vultures preying on them, which is always, uh, almost always a disaster. A spokesperson for Panuma said Dr. A-List, or whatever the fuck his name is, is a highly skilled, world-renowned surgeon and inventor who pioneered the Panuma implant. Yeah, we all know. We're just saying the device is a death trap. Thousands of men have traveled from around the globe to his Beverly Hills clinic to undergo cosmetic surgery. As a result, men have regained their self-confidence in and out of the bedroom. As with any cosmetic surgery, there are potential risks and rare complications. The New Yorker cherry picks and sensationalizes those few and conveniently ignores the vast majority of Dr. A-List's highly satisfied patients. So that's a statement from the Panuma Corp. You can just uh, go ahead and judge the device for yourself, I guess. Uh, moving on, second story I have for you to jump. A 26-year-old man was aiming for his wife when he fired his crossbow. <laughs> so it sounds like he missed here, although not exactly. He did hit something, or rather, a couple of things. Yes, a 26-year-old man was aiming for his wife when he fired his crossbow during an early morning argument, according to authorities in New York. But before Patrick D. Profried's broadhead crossbow bolt struck his wife... Oh, so it did hit her. It hit something else first. Uh, the bolt hit their newborn baby girl in the upper torso. The bolt exited the infant near her armpit before continuing to hit her mom right in the chest, which is what he was aiming for to begin with. Profried removed the bolt and then tried to stop his wife from calling for help. You know, like a life-saving ambulance, that type of help. That's according to the Broome County Sheriff's Office. By the way, this takes place uh, in the great state of Washington. Deputies were called to the home in Colesville at around 5.15 a.m. on Monday, June 26th. Before they arrived, Profried escaped in a red 2016 Dodge Ram pickup truck. When deputies arrived, they found the weapon and attempted life-saving measures on the three-week-old girl. Oh, no. Did the baby die and not the mother? The, the fucking arrow hit the woman in the chest. It just merely went through the, the, the baby's uh, armpit area. The baby's going to die from that? Jesus Christ, newborns are weak. How the hell have we survived as a species? Can't even take an arrow to the armpit. Uh, the deputies gave the baby to paramedics. Okay, good. So the baby's still alive as of this point in the news story. Uh, the child identified, uh oh, the child identified as Eleanor M. Carey was pronounced, well, so much for that, right? Yeah, the baby was pronounced dead at the home, authority said. Her mom was taken to the hospital for treatment. She just needed a band aid. No, I'm sure it was more than a band aid, but still. These sound like horrible parents. Like, I, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe the mother was, is completely innocent and the guy just went crazy. More likely than not, though, you know, they've been in a, a toxic relationship for some time. Bad mother for putting your baby through this. Well, she's no longer a mother, so 
I guess there's always a bright side to the story. I don't know. Quote, this is one of the most heartbreaking and senseless crimes. That's what I just said. I mean, you have to listen closely through all the laughter, but I said it. Uh, This is one of the most heartbreaking and senseless crimes committed in this community in recent memory, Sheriff Fred uh, Aksher said in uh, release. Our thoughts are with the family of this innocent three-week-old girl, Eleanor Carey, except for the father, who's a dick, and probably the mother, you know, for endangering the, the welfare of her baby by staying with this guy. Deputies partnered with uh, the county sheriff's office and New York State Police to look for Profreet. Investigators found him in the woods, less than a mile away from the home, after his truck got stuck in the mud. Just a total fucking loser. He was arrested and charged with murder in the second degree, attempted murder in the second degree, and criminal contempt in the first degree. Quote, he had a history of domestic incidents with the victim and an active stay-away order of protection in place, the officials said. So, yeah, just uh, a bad dude altogether. It's an interesting story, though. You know, there's not a lot of crossbow baby deaths in America. I wonder if uh, you know if uh, politicians got their way and banned a majority of guns. Would we see an uptick in uh, bow deaths? I think it would be funny to see gangs, you know, in Chicago <laughs> using crossbows. All right. Uh, final story we have for you today. Uh Oh, if you did not agree with me on my assessment of Roseanne, you're going to hate this one. I'm defending Roseanne, agreeing with Megan Kelly. I don't even know who I am anymore. Megan Kelly. You remember Megan Kelly, right? She used to be on Fox News, left for uh, a daytime NBC show. That didn't last very long. Now I think she's podcasting. Megyn Kelly blasted open penis showings at Pride events like those in Seattle over the weekend. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about this. Apparently in Seattle, it's like okay to be completely nude in public. Like that's not against the law. Naturally, uh, during Pride, the dicks were flapping in the wind there. Men on bicycles appeared fully nude in public and in full view of children. Think of the children! Quote, the Pride events, the name has become ironic, Kelly said during Monday's episode of the Sirius XM podcast, The Megyn Kelly Show. I love that Sirius basically had to change their entire business model. They were satellite radio up until about five years ago, right? They finally wised up and realized, like, their whole thing is, their whole business is deemed unnecessary thanks to podcasts and the internet and Spotify. There's absolutely no reason for those satellite, those radio satellites to be up in the sky at this point. Just turn them all off. Have people use the SiriusXM app and connect to the internet, for Christ's sakes. You know what I mean? So now they're kind of going on a buying spree, buying up podcasts. You know, they're hosting the Megyn Kelly podcast. In my opinion, they're floundering because they're doing dumb shit. Like, they're giving Conan O'Brien his own channel, which just re-airs episodes of his podcast. The very same podcast you can get for free on any podcast app. So why the fuck would I pay Sirius $20 a month for the privilege of having to tune into a channel and catch whatever episode they they want to play at that very moment? It's just, it's fucked up. It's stupid. But that's not the point of this article. Sorry. We're talking about uh, naked guys on bicycles. All right. Quote, there's nothing to be proud of when you see what is from Seattle to New York at these so-called pride events, Kelly said. Oh, bitchy, bitchy. She added open penis showings at the pride parades like in Seattle. It's several men totally naked on bikes waving. Oh, they wore helmets, though. They covered their head. 
What the hell is happening with Pride? Oh, oh, Megan. Nothing new, that's for sure. That's the same old gay pride I remember. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be completely honest. Let, let's all just lay the cards out on the table here. Gays want their cock and to eat it too. It is so important for the gay community to communicate that, you know, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with being gay. You don't have to hide your kids from us. We're just people. It's all lo- love is love and all that bullshit, right? So gays want that, but as all guys are, they're just, you know, incredibly horny, sexed up. And so there's this like sexually charged energy and it's not, you know, anything perverted per se. It's just, you know, all guys are horny. They want to see other dudes dicks and pride is a celebration where a lot of gay men get together. They're in an, an enclosed space. It's in the summertime. It's hot. So people are wearing as little clothes as clothing as possible. Some are on bikes naked with their dicks out. You know, it's not a family-friendly event. It just isn't. Some people may think so. This is the problem. Like, everyone has a different idea of what Pride should be and what goes on at Pride. It just, it can't be everything for everyone. Now, you know, in Columbus, Pride, if if I remember correctly, is like a multi-day event, right? It starts Friday night and rolls on through to Sunday. Why not have all the raunchy stuff on Friday and Saturday? Even if it is like, you know, guys waving their dicks out in public or whatever. Just people will know, look, on Friday and Saturday, the adult homos are coming out to play. And then on Sunday, you can bring the kids and the drag queens will do the story hour or whatever the hell's appropriate. It's perfect because Sunday is going to be when the gays are nursing their hangovers. They're not feeling particularly sexy, puking in the toilet, figuring out who they slept with trying to remember if they took their true vada or whatever. Anyway, uh, Kelly joined the chorus of outrage over videos and images that went viral on social media over the weekend. In New York City, Ligbit's activists participating in the annual drag march chanted, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Like, that's not helping the cause here. I'm assuming they were chanting that to piss off right-wing folks, get them all riled up. But you know... The sound clip, the sound bite of uh, in video of drag queens marching, screaming, we're coming for your kids, are going to be played over and over and over. And I'm sure it's going to fuel some hate crimes. Bad move, drag queens. Why don't you ladies stick to drag queen bingo? That's a fun event. A video clip from Sunday's Pride Parade in Minneapolis showed a man twerking in front of a group of children, igniting a backlash from conservative commentators online. Kelly also referenced viral video showing protesters in Seattle and New York shouted down by large crowds of revelers, including some who tore up a Bible belonging to a preacher. Now, I've been around long enough and living in New York City for nearly two decades to know the Pride events have typically been a little raunchy, Kelly said, but they've taken it next level, which is almost like a compliment coming from Megan Kelly. Good job, queers. Mission accomplished. Kelly's guest was Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Glenn Greenwald, himself a gay man. Uh, He criticized the LGBTQ movement, accusing it of destroying the culture war consensus based on the principle that adults have the right to live their lives in whatever way they think will bring them the most self-actualization. All of that has been unraveled because of the LGBTQIA plus two. What is the two movement? Oh, two-spirited. Okay. I think I always ask that question. That too, when you see a number in an acronym, it always throws me off. 
Anyway, again, he says all of that has unraveled because the LGBTQIA plus two movement or whatever acronym you prefer has basically waged a war on that principle. Greenwald said, look, I don't know about all of that. It just seems like everyone is going a little too nutty. The right wing people are scaring me. The gays flashing their dicks to children. They're kind of creeping me out. Forget about identifying as homosexual. I'm not sure I want to identify as a human being anymore. Now I'm starting to understand why people choose to be otherkins. Please refer to me as a lion from now on. Roar. All right. uh, There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. What a jam-packed show, right, guys? We had so much fun together, right? Uh, Real quick programming note. Here in America, uh, the 4th of July this year falls on uh, a Tuesday, specifically next Tuesday. Also, this weekend, I'm going to be going up to Ashtabula to visit family. My nieces have graduated high school. We're going to have a little party for them. It's super exciting. So I'm going to do something I haven't done in a while and tell you that uh, there is not going to be uh, new episodes of Distorted View daily next Monday or Tuesday. Big long weekend for Timmy Boo. I will be playing some best of episodes there. And of course, you know, I do introductions for them. So you'll still hear my stupid voice next week. Of course, uh, you know, we're back on Wednesday. It's going to be a short week. Uh, I will still be doing two episodes for Sideshow members, though. That means uh, non-paying freaks are only going to get, like, one new episode of TV. But, you know, that's uh, that's just how it's going to be. All right. Uh, let's check in with some freaks here. Hi, freaks. Hi, Tim. This Uh-oh. is Unicorn Hamster checking in. Yeah, I know who it is. So, a couple of weird things happened to me. Um, yesterday, my cat climbed up on me and started doing biscuits on my dick and i thought of uh, did you get hard some kind of weird bestiality i wasn't aroused nothing like that she didn't claw. oh come on anything like rubbing up against you like that she's all furry but she climbed up it's okay if you got a little chub on the bed with me in the morning and started doing biscuits right on my cock it was weird kind of disturbing but later on I you fucked the cat. <laughs> had in- I want to see where the story goes. Aged in intercourse, and I, I was fucking my girlfriend doggy style. I'm so glad he said girlfriend there. She had poop above her asshole, but I kept going. It didn't bother me. She just took on the shit earlier. Are you kidding me? What? I hope your girlfriend doesn't listen to this podcast. So I kept going, and I got off. After my cat put biscuits on my dick, and then I had sex with my girlfriend, and she had a shitty asshole. Mm, well, Unicorn Hamster had a very busy day. I was thinking of spitting on it <laughs> and being freaky, but I didn't say nothing. Are you sure it was a fleck of poop? Like, how big was the chunk? Was it, like, chocolate chip sized? She got dressed, and I let that... I mean, I don't know why. I'm trying to think of, like, what it could be. Maybe it, maybe it was a chocolate chip, but why would it be on the crack of her ass? <laughs> uh, let me know if any of you freaks ever experienced anything now like that. Well, look, as a game. I just man, wanted to share that with y'all. You got to be prepared for th- dealing with that kind of tragedy. It's a great tragedy. It's called shit dick, and it happens more often than you'd think. I'd like to go on Megan Kelly's podcast and tell her about that aspect of gay life. 
This is Sediment the Stoner. I am a blind listener. Uh, I've been listening for a couple of years now, and I want to point out or uh, ask something. Sure. Why the fuck haven't you played the Smile America uh, commercial from the early 80s Chuck E. Cheese? The Chuck E. Cheese's Smile America commercial. I'm not, I am unfamiliar with that. That's I've heard why? you do the fish one. I've heard you do all these other ones. <laughs> I haven't fucking heard that one. Huh. Come on. I know you know it. I know you've heard it. Well, as I stated, I uh, I have not heard it. He's very aggressive about this com- commercial. <laughs> uh, so let me look it up here. This is a Smile America Chuck E. Cheese. Maybe if I play it and I hear it, it'll ring a bell. You can smile America with Chuck E. Cheese. It doesn't even make sense. Smile America with Chuck E. Cheese. Is she telling America to smile? You can. The the song is okay, I guess. It's no cheese, glorious cheese. What do you think, freaks? Can a smile America with Chuck E. Cheese even compete with everybody's eating fish today? Everybody's eating fish today. It seems to be everybody's wish today. See how it builds up there? That's a crescendo, right? So nice and busy. Oh my god, it's happening! From Atlantic to Pacific with the clapping! The clapping? Are you shitting me? Trying to compare that Chuck E. Cheese song to the fish song? I gotta get that clap in there. Ready? Today's wish is fish from Atlantic to Pacific. Everyone yes. tell ya, it's terrific. Everybody's eating fish. Everybody's eating fish. Today's dish is fish. Oh, fuck, fuck me, man. Fuck me and fuck you. It's not even in the same ballpark as that stupid Chuck E. Cheese commercial. I'm offended you even called in with that. You know what you need to do now. Why don't you just kill yourself? Well, don't do that necessarily, but just get better taste in commercials. All right. Uh, that, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. If you tried to floss teeth by burning teeth with satellites, you need to get shot and killed. Spread the distortion. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you know what you got to do. Go to superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Donald, do you want to give me your version of the story again? I was asleep. I got woke up to her yelling. Okay. That's why I went downstairs. What was she yelling about? She's been yelling all fucking day. Okay.
Why? Because she's on the rag. Oh. I gotta go through this shit every fucking month. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.